Welcome to Therapy in the Wild. I'm your host, Heather Pincelli. I'm a mom of three chaos creators, aka kids, and a licensed therapist. Don't let the cool title and fancy letters behind my name fool you. I am as real, raw, and unfiltered as they come, both in my personal life and in my therapy office. Strap in and strap on for some brutally honest conversations where no topic is off limits, where we play, laugh, and bring fun to the forefront. Let's get started. Recently, I went on a date and there is a side of me that is affectionately named the awkward AF side of Heather. And let me tell you that side was in full effect on that date. (laughs) Yes. Yes, my friends. The awkward AF side of Heather was out to play. So let's spill the tea, all the tea. For those that don't know, I am currently in a container of 30 dates in 90 days. I'm about halfway through the 30 dates and halfway through the 90 days. And I primarily am meeting these dates on dating apps. And this particular date, we shall call him Handyman. We had actually matched on Bumble. And within two days of being on Bumble, I suddenly deleted him very intentionally. It was not an accident. I intentionally on purpose pushed unmatch this guy. He made a comment. We had had very, very little communication. And so we're on Bumble. It's like two days, very little communication. He had mentioned to me, I'd like to take you on a date. And I said, great. And he said, do you want it to be a surprise or do you want to just meet at a restaurant? And I was like, Ooh, I like a surprise. Like, yeah, let's do a surprise. And then he kind of disappeared. And when he resurfaced, maybe a couple hours a day later, it was not a long amount of time. His comment to me was at like 10 o'clock at night. And it was something along the lines of I'm cold and too bad. You're not here to warm me up. And I was like, eh, full stop done. And so I unmatched him. (laughs) And that for me right now in this container, 30 dates in 90 days, one of my agreements to myself is that I am going to use my words and not just randomly ghost, unmatch, disappear, et cetera. I'm going to actually own that I'm out. And so that was unusual. And I had not done that, but I didn't like the statement and I did not feel like I owed that particular handyman any explanation. Now I unmatch and then I match with him on hinge and I recognize him and we match, but we matched because on hinge, you can say something on a photo. You can make a comment. And so he had made a comment on my photo basically along the lines of like, Hey, I was looking forward to taking you on a date and then you disappear. And I appreciated that he took a moment to call that out and call me forward into that action that I chose to take. And so I thought, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and respond to this. So I match with him. I respond and I respond something a little like, yeah, um, it's clear we're not on the same page. It's clear that our communication style is just, you know, two very different communication styles. And I wish you the best of luck. (laughs) 
Now, there are five personality patterns. I won't go into them now, but um, my primary personality pattern is rigid. My rigid side, when I'm triggered, my rigid side shows up and it really loves black and white, right and wrong. And so I quickly notice in this exchange that I am like in my rigid, I am, you know, I'm better than you. I have more tools than you. Um, I am a better communicator and like, I'm here, I'm, I'm above you and you're below me kind of thing. And I don't really truly think that, but that is definitely how I was choosing to engage in the conversation in that moment. And so I send him that message and on hinge, you can do voice notes. So I'm voicing this to him. I'm not texting him, I'm sending a voice message. And, <laughs> and he writes back, bless his heart. And he's like, wait, like you asked me to plan a surprise and I'm not going to put this time and energy. I told you that if you wanted a surprise, it was going to take time. And I'm like, yeah, well, it's not that hard. You're making, you're making a mountain out of a molehill. Like it's a surprise, like planet effing surprise. So we kind of get into this exchange dialogue and all of a sudden my rigidity increased as if I was not already rigid enough. It went, let's go more rigid. And I shot him off a voice note. <laughs> I shot him off a voice note, something along the lines of, you know, um, yeah, it seems like I've triggered you and, you know, it's just really clear um, that if you, if you weren't ready, willing, desiring to put time into a surprise that doesn't have to be so complicated, then why did you offer it? And so it just becomes clear, like, I'm not sure what happened in this conversation or why, but it's just not good. And I, I name that I say, Hey, this is like a really weird text exchange. I'm going to back out of this. If this is what it's like, and we can't even go to date one, I don't even want to know what's what's happening going forward. And I will hand it to him because you could tell that it was not feeling good for him the way I was approaching the situation. And yet he was still trying to feel heard and explain himself. He felt like I had misunderstood him and taken it the wrong way. And he came back and said, okay, so wait, like, are you no longer open to a date at all? Like, that's just it. And I let it sit for a while, gave some space and I came back to it and I said, you know what? Yeah, let's do a date. And here's the why. I could recognize my role that I played in that communication being weird, awkward, um, rigid. And also there was a piece of me that was impressed and um, intrigued and grateful for the way in which he was choosing to handle it, despite us being on us speaking two different languages in that particular moment. And also I wanted to honor that like online dating is weird and, and there's a lot of ghosting and sudden unmatching and all the things that happen on online dating. And so I wanted to provide some grace and also honor that as a fact, it is truth. And that, you know, yeah, I don't blame somebody for not wanting to like put a ton of effort or time or energy. And then all of a sudden the person just goes ghost or deletes and unmatches and all the things. And one of the things I'm working on in this container is how can I approach dating differently? How can I say yes to things I would have normally been a definite no, hell no, quick no, right? 
And so I sat with, what is the worst that happens? I go out with this guy and it's clear that we are just on two different pages. Our communication styles are not right. Like, is that the worst? It's a no, there's no second date. Okay. So I agree to the date and we initially were going to go ice skating and it was really crappy weather. So we had to very quickly pivot plans. And we met at this like bakery donut place that I don't even know how to explain. I don't know how to explain where we met. (laughs) It was like a donut meets pastry meets bakery meets croissant place. Anyways, we pull up, we're in the parking lot. I get there before him. I back in, he pulls up, he gets out. And as soon as he gets out, I immediately notice this sensation in my nervous system that I'm intrigued by. I hadn't even gotten out of my car. He pulls up, he gets out. I had not messaged him saying I was there. So he gets out of his car and I turn my car off and go to open my door and notice my system has like flooded with some sort of feeling. And I'm immediately intrigued of, whoa, what is this? And where did this come from? And what's, what's bringing this up? And I get out of the car and I walk up to him and it is the most awkward hello. Listen, this is just one side of the story, okay? He could have a completely different side of the story, but it is the most awkward hello. And it's one of those where you're like, are we hugging? Are we high-fiving? Are we shaking hands? Are we doing nothing and just saying hello? I'm Heather. Nice to meet you, handyman. <laughs> so we awkwardly hug. I I want to say just for, you know, ridiculousness that it was like this six foot distant hug, but it was not. But it was to me, it was definitely not the most natural hug I've ever had in my entire life. So we go inside to, we're going to call this a baked goods place for ease of conversation. So we go inside this baked goods place and we're standing there and they they have so many options. So the guy, bless his heart, the worker starts running down how it works. You choose your pastry and then you choose your filling and your topping. And I don't even know what happened. It was like a four minute explanation of what in the hell you do. It's like a whole process. I needed some heads up about this. And I look at handyman dude after the employee stops talking and giving us the instructions. And I look at him and I go, I'm not even going to lie. I have no idea what he just said. I don't know what we're supposed to do. I am really unclear on what's happening here. (laughs) Like, And so I said, I gather from what I'm taking from this, if I'm tracking this correctly, those are the words, if I'm tracking this correctly, I'm supposed to choose one of these pastries and then my topping and filling and all the things and okay, cool. And so as handyman dude is like, yeah, same, I'm not exactly sure what's happening here. The employee goes, oh, I have one sample left and hands us a cup, like a tiny cup with a little sample in it. And he says, there's only one left. Um, The place was about to close. We got there right as quick, like 30 minutes before it was closing. And so he says, I have one sample left and he hands it, he puts it out towards us. And I said, oh, great, thank you. I would love that. And I grab it, realizing there's two of us. It's a first date. We have known each other all of like four and a half minutes. And I am like, well, 
is this awkward or rude? Cause I mean, it's definitely awkward, but I'm already, I'm already embracing awkward AF Heather on this date. Like she's in full force. And so I take the cup and I say to the date, we can share this. I basically like dictate, we can share this. <laughs> and I take a bite of this, like really crumbly. As soon as you bite into it, it just crumbles everywhere. And I've got lipstick on, you know, first date trying to look somewhat good. And, um, I, I take the, the half bitten cheesecake and I turn to the date and I'm like, here, are you going to eat this? Recognizing that like, not everybody's going to want to eat after people, let alone me with lipstick on and all the things and my hands have been all over it. Right. And so he takes it like a champ and just throws it in his mouth. <laughs> so we order our, our pastries we sit down, we're talking and I can just feel like it hits me that so far in all of the dates on this experience, this side of me has not shown up. I know this side of me exists, but it has not been present on any of these dates so far. And all of a sudden with no warning and no understanding explanation, it is in full effect. Refer back. I am known to say I meet awkwardness with next level awkward. So let's not get awkward. And I'm sitting here realizing like, oh, this part of me is definitely here right now. And I'm trying to stay really present to the date, but also lean into what's coming up for me. What is going on? Where's this coming from? What's bringing it up? Is it something about the environment? Is it something with myself that day? Is it something with this particular male? Is it the energy that, right? And so I'm just letting it flow. I'm just embracing awkward AF Heather. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we're eating our pastries. They're a mess, by the way. This is like the most hilarious first date because you look at my side and there's just crumbs and stuff everywhere. And you're like, uh, okay, messy much. We're having great conversation, no problem. And I lead us down a path to where he is talking about a really, really intimate, personal story that I know I am the responsible party for leading that conversation there. I know it. I'm very well aware of it. I have a history of that. So now I'm also intrigued of like, what's the part of you that does that, right? So we finish our date, the place is closing. So very kind of awkwardly and abruptly, I go, okay, well, it's time to leave because the place is closing. We live in Spokane. It's freezing here. I think last night it would have been 35 degrees and we go out to the cars. He so politely walks me out to my vehicle and we're standing there talking and we're both pretty cold. We're not ready to stand outside. He's got a light jacket on. I have a light jacket on and um, we're just kind of chit-chatting. And for the first time in all these dates, out of my mouth came, well, if you want to see me again, let me know. Like, if you want to go on another date, let me know. And I immediately was like, oh, no, you're not supposed to say that. Because I know that I am really good and have a history of being the initiator, the pursuer, the leader the one that calls the shots. And I really have been trying to practice leaning back 
giving them the space to show up, to lead, to be the initiator, to be the pursuer, for me to receive. And I'm not shocked that that came out of my mouth because there is something that was activated for me on that date with that person that I became the leader. I became the initiator. I became the pursuer. And so I'm not shocked. As soon as I said it, I immediately was like, oh man, you are really like that side of you is full on. The light switches on. It is, it's full steam ahead, full send all systems ago. That side of you is in complete presence right now. And so I kept trying to take a deep breath and like surrender into softness and okay, be open and, and you know, all the things. And I got home, I journaled about it. I, I voice messaged a girlfriend of mine and was like, well, about that. <laughs> and as I sat with it, I still am going to sit with it more. But as I sat with it, what came up for me is I was nervous with him. And I do know that when I'm nervous, I get really awkward. And so to combat nervousness, I often will then try to lead, be in charge, call the shots, step up to the plate. And I do recognize that there was something about that evening, that dynamic, that my nervous side was definitely dialed in. And that's really intriguing and also made for a really interesting date. So handyman texts me afterwards and, you know, basically says, thank you. That was really nice. I enjoyed meeting you. You are beautiful. I would love to take you on a second date. And I said, I have been asked on second dates in this 30 dates process. I do not always say yes. Um, I sit with, is there something I can continue to lean into? Is there an edge? with this person that I can continue to lean into, that I can practice certain things, um, learn more about myself, about my preferences, my edges, my boundaries, what I like, what I don't like. And so I sat with, you know, if I say yes to a second date, is there things with this particular male that I can work with, lean into? And it's an absolute yes. Like, there is no doubt there is something around the dynamic with this male that is bringing out that side of me. And so absolutely, there's an edge there I can sit with, lean into and practice. So he messages me and, you know, asked me on a second date and I give it some thought and I'm like, yeah, I'm a yes to a second date. And he said something about the conversation. And I owned it. Well, he asked two things. First was the conversation. And the second was, did the date go how you expected? And so the conversation I owned, I said, if you allow me to be the controller of the conversation, this is what you have to look forward to. Like, this is, this is what you can expect. And the, you know, to combat that, I really appreciate when a man leads. So I named that I appreciate when a man le leads. And so the other thing was around like, did you have a good time? 
And let me clarify. It was not that you have a good time. It was, was the date what you expected? And I answered him really honestly. I, I basically said to him, um, in fact, I'll read it to you. I go into dates with really no expectation, just being open to meeting someone new and seeing if we each decide we'd like to go out again. However, this is where I was open, honest, and owned it. However, there was definitely a piece of me that did ping, not in a bad way. So I throw out a name that, hey, I'm just going to go ahead and own and be honest that like, yeah, I had a great time, had a good time. And there was a piece of me that showed up that pinged me. I was not expecting that. So we continued the conversation. He had a couple questions and I answered them. And, um, and I did not go into detail at that moment. It's inappropriate to try to do on text around, you know, what showed up for me, but definitely noticing there is something, something that brought out that nervous, awkward as fuck side of Heather. (laughs) And so I, I'm not done sitting with it. And I'm also well aware that part of what will help to shed some clarity and light on this particular dynamic that showed up with me is by going on another date with this man and also then talking with him about it. Um, We did have conversation around, you know, how our initial text message thread went. And so that was kind of a non-issue. We both just quickly agreed that it was a weird thing and, and, you know, trying to do that on text and it being a dating app and all the things. And so it was kind of water under the bridge because our conversation on the date was really fun. Like it was easy. It was flowy. Um, there just was that side of me that was ever so present. Mm -hmm. And I'll be honest, that's a weird side for me because it's in part because I've never actually allowed myself to sit with it and, and challenge it. I've just sort of either shut it down or, or embraced it and been like, yep, it's here. Instead of saying like, cool, what would it look like if I do it different? And that's part of this 30 dates and 90 days is doing dating differently. So what would it look like if I look at the guy and say, Hey, I'm feeling really nervous right now. And I'm noticing that this part of me is showing up. I don't have an exact answer to that right now because I didn't do that on date one. And yet, but if this part of me shows up with this man on date two, I have decided I'm absolutely going to bring it to the table. So that's date number one with handyman dude that met a side of Heather that none of my other dates have met yet. And that I have not experienced in a really long time because remember, I don't date a lot. So he got to meet the awkward as fuck side of Heather who, who took him down practically a therapy session on date one. Yep. You should not let me be in charge of that. I did tell him that. And if he is smart, he will listen. <laughs> All right. So what I'm curious about is what would doing dating differently look like for you when you're listening to this and you're hearing this? What would showing up differently look like for you? As a reminder, I drop a new episode for my podcast slash YouTube every Monday. 
The podcast is on all major podcast platforms and the YouTube for my visual people out there like me that like to watch instead of just listen is at That Therapist Heather under YouTube website, thattherapistheather.com. Thanks so much for listening.